Oi, tudo bem? This is Brazuca Sounds, hosted and produced by Leandro Vignoli. Welcome to Brazuca Sounds, the first of the year. Uh, if you're listening to this, you should also follow a playlist on Spotify with all the songs I ever played here, more than 20 hours of Brazilian music. It's called Brazuca Sounds Soundtrack for this first show of the year. You guys should know, like, football, it's a big part of Brazilian identity, right? I mean, soccer for my fellow Americans and Canadians. And obviously, Pelé, the king, has died uh, later last year at 82 years old. And so this show is going to be a tribute to Pelé. Many songs in Brazilian music history was dedicated to Pelé. So I'm going to play some of those from some artists, actually, that I almost never played here on the show as well. And to start off, we're going to listen to the man himself, Pelé, here, joined by the great Elise Regina. the greatest footballer of all time, Pelé also knew how to play the cavaquinha, he knew how to play the acoustic guitar, and he wrote some songs as well. Like this couple of songs in 1979 ended up in a single released by the Philips label. It is split between Pelé and Elise Regina. The name of this single is called Tabelinha, and the name of this song in the background is Perdão Não Tem. It's kind of like a Bossa Nova vibe. So, as I said, these two songs were actually written by Pelé himself and they were there performing in a duet, obviously Elise Regina, one of the best singers of all time in Brazil Pelé, not so much, right? Like an amateur singer but he has this like very baritone voice. At the end of the song the duo even have like a a conversation right? Like Elise Regina asked Pelé when he did write the song Pelé Olha, não tenho certeza, mas eu acho que foi numa das últimas excursões do Santos Futebol Pelé responded that they were on a tour with his football team Santos, and then she says, like, I'm certain when you wrote that song, you had your heart broken. It's really a song about a woman who leaves this man behind and this man also with his heart broken, as I said, he cannot forgive her. 
simple song and this mannerisms in the dialogue between the two also it is the main theme of the other song on this single another song opens with this dialogue So here's Elise asking Pelé to sing and he responds that his voice is no good, he's not a singer. So she insists because he plays very well the acoustic guitar, she says, and then he proceeds to sing the song. Outro dia, me pegarão de surpresa. narrates a situation exactly like that, right? Somebody asks him to play the guitar and sing, and then he describes the situation as like a big fiasco, right? Avishami. He even sings in the song, like, even if we're singing the lyrics wrong, everybody was still kissing my ass. And just as a curiosity here, when these two songs were recorded, Brazil was playing the qualifying for the World Cup in 1970, right? This was in 1969, and obviously, a year later, Brazil won for the third time the World Cup. During the ninth time, Brazil actually played against Paraguay in the Maracanã, where they won 1-0 Pelé scored in that game. So the guy could do it all, eh? During the day, he was recording songs with his Regina. During the evening, he was scoring goals for the national team. <laughs> Probably the most famous song ever recorded in a tribute to Pelé came after this World Cup in 1970 is a song called Obrigado Pelé. So obviously the song here is like a celebration of the trophy that Brazil won for the third time. The World Cup in 1970 was in Mexico. Brazil beat Italy in the final four goals against one. Pelé having one of the best single performances of all time in that particular game. And right after the World Cup in 1970, he actually decided to retire for the national team. But here on the background, we are listening to the version of Wilson Simonal, who is a big friend of Pelé. Wilson Simonal was even used as like a poster boy uh, for Brazil during that World Cup in Mexico. That's how, and unfortunately... 
people started associating Wilson Semonal with the military regime in Brazil because obviously the military regime was using soccer, right? As the country was this marvelous, perfect country winning all these sports competition and kind of like hiding everything bad they were doing in the country. And Wilson Simonal was kind of dragged in that situation and accused by many, many people of being friendly of the military regime. Even Pelé actually also suffered from that accusations, which is obviously very unfair. But that being said, it's a great song overall. So we're gonna go back in time now uh, with the very first song actually recorded and written as a tribute to Pelé, the song Rei Pelé. So this is a song recorded in 1961, right? Around that time, there was around many other songs uh, with lyrics written paying tribute to Pelé, but they were mostly marching band songs to be played during the carnival parades, really songs for the street parades and celebrations. But this particular one, it was recorded by this artist called Luis Vanderlei. Hey Pelé, que brilhou na Suécia. Hey Pelé, fez sucesso no Uruguai. Hey Pelé, mora em Vila Belmiro. From the fine era of radio in Brazil in the 1950s, released by the RCA Victor. And obviously, as I said, the name of the song says it all, Hey Pelé, the King Pelé. Even though at that time he was only 20 years old, but obviously everybody know at 17 he already won the very first World Cup for Brazil in Sweden. Something that is referred in the lyrics of this song, like he made a big splash in Sweden, he made a big splash in Uruguay. I even had to look it up while they were talking about this reference to Uruguay and I'm pretty sure they were talking about his football team, not the national team, Santos, who at that same year was winning the first Copa Libertadores, which is some kind of a Champions League in South America. Santos won against a team from Uruguay, so at that time Pelé already had the two biggest titles late 50s, beginning of the 1960s, right? This is way before Bolsonaro and Tropicalia, for instance, so has more like this Calypso vibe, more connected to the rest of Latin America, right? Salsa, merengue, cha-cha-cha. So at that time, Brazilian music was really more into that kind of style and rhythm. <laughs> So it's kind of nice 
uh, listen to Brazilian songs kind of represented of a different era. Uh, and talking about that, we're going to go to the next song. It has the exactly same name, Rei Pelé, but here is a completely different song, completely different lyrics uh, performed by the great uh, Jackson do Pandeiro. This is a forró song, like the genre from the northeast of Brazil, and Jackson do Pandeiro is one of the grand masters of all those uh, bland genres, forró, baião. The song very dominated for like this accordion, triangle, and of course the pandeiro, right? This acoustic drumming, more or less similar to a tambourine. And Jackson Pandeiro wrote this song in 1974 when Pelé was almost already retired. It was also kind of like a tribute to the, his whole uh, career. And not only that, Jackson do Pandeiro, uh, despite the fact he came from the northeast of the country, he was like a heavy Santos football club fan. So not only he had like this love for Pelé when he played for the national team, but he also had the chance and the luck of supporting Pelé's football team. And this is probably the most prominent song in a documentary called Pelé Eterno. I believe the name in English is Pelé Forever. So of all the movies ever produced about Pelé, this one is my favorite. For me, you should definitely go after this particular movie if you can. It's not super easy to find. It's not on Netflix. It's completely different from that documentary on Netflix right there, which is nice, but not as nice as this documentary as I comment in here. Pelé Forever. And as I said, this song on the background is very prominent on that documentary as well. And just as you don't know anything about soccer at all, right? His name was actually Edson do Nascimento. Uh, he was born in the state of Minas Gerais, the very same state of Milton Nascimento, but they were not related at all. It's just a coincidence of uh, surnames. And his nickname is also actually very associated to soccer. He came from Pelé's childhood, when he was only 9, 10 years old, that he was a big fan, a goalkeeper of all odds, called Bilé, but he could not say his name properly. So all his childhood friends, his classmates, started teasing Pelé because he could not say Bilé. They start calling him Pelé, and obviously he hated being called that name. And obviously, when you don't like the nickname, is exactly when it's stuck. And 
that how we know the guy forever and ever. So it is a nickname that really doesn't mean anything, this word. It was just like a mispronunciation of a completely different word. So by the way, when Pelé retired in October 1977, that inspired two of the most famous Brazilian songwriters, Caetano Veloso and Gilberto Gil. No meu coração da mata gritou Pelé, Pelé. My heart at the jungle screamed Pelé, Pelé. This is the opening lyrics from the song Two Night at 50 Kobo uh, from Caetano Veloso record Bichu. The song is not named after Pelé, but the currency in the Nigeria. Two Night at 50 Kobo will be something like $2.50. Caetano Veloso traveled to Nigeria in the 1970s and was very inspired by the music from that region. This is one of the favorite songs of Caetano Veloso, kind of a very obscure song, actually, in his immense catalog, uh, super percussive and with these guitars as well. And obviously the lyrics is just like a compilation of different sentences and words put together. But the chorus here is very like stick to your head when he sings No meu coração da mata gritou Pelé, Pelé As I said in the beginning, in my heart the jungle screamed Pelé, Pelé No meu coração da mata gritou Pelé, Pelé Faz força com Pelé so this is from the same album where we have the song O Leonzinho. So this particular track here is the second in the album, but it's an absolute hidden gem. This dance tunes. Catano Veloso was never a big football fan, to be honest, right? But Pelé transcends football. He was really like a global personality. Pelé and Muhammad Ali are probably the two biggest global celebrities that came out of sports. So a year later, in 78, in his album Muito, uh, Caetano Veloso came up with another song called Love, Love, Love. And he sings here, Pelé said, love, love, love. This is a reference to that famous speech given by Pelé, his farewell game playing for the New York Cosmos in 1977. As I said before, this song is from a year later. It is not as obscure as the song that I was showing before. Like, people recognize the song more or less in Brazil. Caetano keep playing this song live in his concerts as well, more or less because this particular record, Muito, was like a big failure. Like the music critics in the newspapers, they really hated the record. And over time, it was proven that critics were very, very wrong. It's from this record that we have the songs Terra and also Sampa. 
uh, homage to the city of Sao Paulo. And obviously this song on the background, Love, Love, Love. Na densa floresta feliz prolifera a linhagem da fera feroz. And exactly the same year also was re-recorded by the vocal group Quarteto and C. But if Pelé inspired Caetano Veloso, he also inspired the other greatest Bahia songwriter, Gilberto Gil. So the song is called Meio de Campo, the midfielder, and it's technically it's paying tribute to a different player, Afonsinho, because it was a protest song in disguise. And it's a protest song because this football player, Afonsinho, he was a guy with a big beard, long hair, and he was asked by his head coach, the very famous Zagallo, to shave off and behave, quote-unquote, like a normal football player and to obey the standards, obviously, of the military regime. Afonso really looked like a subservice, a communist, an activist, or whatever the dictators like to call people at the time. So Gilberto Gil sings like, my dear friend Afonso, I'm still right here perfecting the imperfect, given the time and despising the perfection. So he's basically saying that Afonso had the right to portrait whatever the style he wanted. And what's the relation with Pelé in all this? Is like in this very same song, he also sings, Eu não sou Pelé nem nada, se muito for, eu sou um tostão. So I'm not even close to a Pelé. So Gilberto Gil is more and less using Pelé metaphorically and is this like unachievable level of skills. And it was not the only song around the same time that Gilberto Gil wrote and cited Pelé. Ele disse abre o olho, ele disse abre o olho, com aquela sua voz suave, amiga e franca, eu falei tá direito de olho fechado e gritei, viva Pelé do pé preto, viva Pelé do pé preto. Hail Pelé and his black food. It doesn't work as well in English. Like Pelé do Pé Preto 
all the street words with the P, right? Pelé, pé, preto, pelé, black food. It was really like a very well done play of words by Gilberto Gil that was beginning to be more and more active against racism in the country. Peace later on even became a slogan by the Brazilian Black Lives Matter. Their poder para o povo preto, power for the black people. Ele disse, abre o olho. Caiu aquela gota de colírio. Eu vi o espelho. Ele disse, abre o olho. Abra o olho, mentioning Pelé again. Then, like I said, in 77, retired. And in that same year was released a documentary about him. So obviously music was a hobby to Pelé, right? But he performed many, many times on TV and movies, including the movie called Pelé from 1977. It's like a documentary directed by the French François Reichenbach which is very hard to find, but it's on YouTube in its entirety uh, with a Spanish subtitle. And the interesting thing about that particular movie, uh, it is the soundtrack produced by the great Sergio Mendes with 13 songs, which six of them were written by Pelé himself. And just because it's a soundtrack, so... Uh, the album has like this more ballads, like a serenades, like this one I'm playing on the background is mostly just Pelé and his acoustic guitar, exactly how his show on the cover. The soundtrack even has the participation of the saxophonist uh, Gary Mulligan. So 77 Pelé was already retired. So he was really this national superstar celebrity, right? He even started dating many famous people in Brazil and obviously participating, as I said, in all these TVs and film productions. And obviously, this is one of those albums that became really like kind of iconic because puts together like a legend of a Brazilian music, Sergio Mendes, with the best of all time in football. And obviously, the most recognizable song from that particular album is Meu Mundo é uma bola, My World is a Ball. So he 
here is like a MPB slash Bossa Nova performed by Pelé but with this backing vocals and obviously all the production and orchestrations by Sergio Mendes as well. This is a song that one way or the other almost everybody in Brazil at least once in their life heard before. Vamos song even kind of prevailed over time. Uh, the same song was used once in 1998 by the Ministry of Education in Brazil, as Pelé being like the, the sponsor boy of the advertising campaign with a massive video uh, on TV. Pelé was very, very connected with this idea to education uh, for children, right? He's even holding a child on his arms in that famous speech that he gave in his farewell game in New York City. The very famous love, love, love. I want to take this opportunity to ask you in this moment when the world looks to me to take more attention to the younger, the kids all over the world. Love, please say to me, say with me, three times, love, love, and love. Anyway, to finish it off this uh, show here, we're gonna still play the very same song, Meu Mundo é uma bola, but here Pelé performing together with the great Roberto Carlos. So that will be a wrap for today's guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this show. Uh, also follow a playlist on the Spotify with all the songs I keep playing here on the show in full. It's called Soundtrack Brazuca Sounds. If you also have any comment, request, or feedback, send me a message on Instagram. I am there as Brazuca Sounds. Thank you for listening. See you next time. This was Brazuca Sounds with Leandro Vignoli. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Yeah.